Hello, this is the DM Podcast. This is your host, Darian. And this is... Matthew. And today we're going to review... I'll do our first movie review. Uh, it's a little interesting. It's Matthew's favorite. That's why we're doing it. It's not my favorite. You always one say it's of my your, favorite. One of your favorites. Uh, it's called Love Don't Cost a Thing. With It's with Nick Cannon and... Who's the other girl name? Christina Milian. Christina Milian, yes. With Keenan Thompson. Yes, Keenan Thompson, <laughs> Steve Harvey. But those are the two main characters. Uh, if we had to get a little overview, it's... Uh, romantic comedy sort of more yeah. comedy than romantic to say the least because the romance is hit and miss let's say that <laughs> but let's get right into it so the beginning scene opens in uh cali with like a it's like a high shot that's the best way to put it like it's looking down at uh nick's character whose name is alvin or al depending on which persona he is so uh and then it starts with a song called love or l-o-v-e it basically plays the whole the first like two minutes of the movie, I think all the first three minutes of the movie is basically yeah, the whole just song. A, yeah, just that whole it's the whole song throughout the whole movie. It's kind of insane, but honestly, it's a lot of like this. This movie is a lot of uh, R and B type artists throughout the movie, and it's also based off of. Uh, you can't buy my love. Can't buy my love, which is like a, a earlier movie. So it's just a remake, but a retelling. It's more of a retelling than a remake because if it was a remake, it'd be the same plot. Mm-hmm. It's a retelling of the story. I've never seen it personally. I just know people like that movie as well. So, yeah. Okay, so it starts, and then uh, what? When he's he has he's riding on a scooter, and the first shot you see is the back of his scooter. What's on his scooter map? Yeah, it's on the back of his scooter. He has these uh, like pool. He has like these exhaust pipes. They're like kind of like fishing rod holders. Yeah. But they're they don't have holes through them and stuff. They're like PVC pipe kind of. Yeah, like and just he, metal. And yeah, he like he it just, looks like it was rigged by him. Yeah, so he goes, he makes this custom bike, and he has his pool equipment in there, like his strainer and his, I keep calling it a strainer, but it's like a, a shield thing, uh, stuff to get bugs out of the yeah. pool. So he has his poles and stuff in them holes, so he constructed this bike for his job because he's a pool, a pool boy. A he's pool, a pool boy. boy. Yeah, he's pool been working boy. all summer as a pool boy. So after that shot, he goes and it drives in, does another long shot. Then you finally see really how Al looks, Nick Cannon's character. He has this big fro with <laughs> this unibrow that hasn't been cut since he was like one, if that. <laughs> so he goes. So he goes, and he's a. Uh, uh, he drives to one of the houses because the houses happens to have. He's been to this house before, obviously, but it happens to have a big party. The first person he sees is Paris Miller's character, uh, who is a. Uh, his mom or Paris Miller's mom and she's like or why is why is why are you here like yeah. Al you did a Monday but obviously he wants to go to he wants to go to the back right so there's this big party going on in the back it's Paris Milton's house in a Paris Morgan, Morgan Paris Morgan's Morgan, house yeah. and uh he goes back there he has his pool equipment his mom just kind of let him he's like oh well so he, she goes to the back. Yeah, because free pool, right? Yeah. Pool, yeah. Free pool. Clean. He goes to the back, and he, he's, as soon as he gets back, he's like, wow, there's a ton of people. You can tell he's not used to that environment, because he's, but he still acts himself, which is insane. He, yeah. He's out there kind of dancing a little bit as he's trying to clean the pool. And then you see the shot turn, in, turn to Christina Milian, Paris Morgan. Mm-hmm. So Paris Morgan comes out, and she's like, she's talking. I've been waiting all for you, right? Yeah, I've been and waiting then, all day for you. And then uh, Nick is like, he thinks she's talking about him, and he's like in like this trance. Then he sees, oh, she's talking about the dog. So while he's in this trance, he's like tiptoeing over the pool, and then he ends up falling into the pool because obviously it's Paris Morgan. You know, it makes sense. Uh, once he falls into the pool, it comes. He snaps back to reality, and then uh, the like the mean guy of the character, the bully per se is like mad because obviously he just ran to the pool splash water on a bunch of people on a bunch of the cool kids and so when he's doing that he's like ted or ned like matt likes to say ted's like what are you doing like get out of the pool and then of course uh paris like goes and she's like uh he's a pool guy obviously he's there to clean the pool like having his back even though you know he obviously was just flaunting but apparently paris can't see that maybe she can but maybe she's immune to it so then after that, he go, they go, and she's like, oh, yeah, you're fine. Then it goes to the – where does it go to afterwards? That? It goes to the scene to where Drew, right? Drew's on the – Yeah, Drew. I think, yeah, it's Drew. Yeah, Drew's on the TV. So 
Yeah, so okay. Drew's on the TV. And there were there they uh, Oh yeah, like, Drew's on the yeah, okay, I got you now. Drew Drew's on the TV and he's like Drew, who's Paris's NBA boyfriend because Paris is like the main girl. So everybody so it it cuts to Drew. He's having an interview with uh Stuart Scott, rest in peace. And there he's a little wild in his interview because he's like Hey, you got a girl, which is kind of wild. I've never seen an ESPN act, ESPN person be like, uh, "You have a girl." That's something so like you know, paparazzi ass. But he was like, "You know what? Let's get this question in." This kid's fresh out of high school because you know Drew, he's him because he just because he just graduated high school. He's like Dwight Howard, LeBron James level. I think they said to play for the Magic, but it's not really important to the story. Just something like I, I picked up. So he goes, he's like, "You got a you got a girl." And he's like, "I'm a free agent." <laughs> <laughs> so. uh so that happens, and then after that, it's the it goes back to the school, and now we meet uh, Nick's uh, friends or Al's friends, who's mm-hmm. Keenan Thompson's character, and then two others. They're not that important. Keenan Thompson is really the highlight of the friend group per se, and then Keenan Thompson is like that. There's actually two different type of hallways because we never see the nerd hallway, but apparently there's a cool hallway and a nerd hallway. So I don't know how they get the class, but you can't go through the cool hallway unless you have like. You're a cool kid. So, uh... Unless the nerd hallway's the garage. <laughs> they just go to the garage. <laughs> they have to go to the garage to the school. You gotta think it's the only place the popular kids work in the movies in the garage. Yeah, you're right. Because, <laughs> yeah, apparently popular kids can't work on cars. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Keenan's trying to convince them, hey, let's get to the hallway. And, and they're like, they're not really hyping him up. But, of course, they see Paris and they're like, hey, I'm gonna go try to impress Paris. So Keenan, he goes with his Sean Johns, or at least his fake Sean Johns, because I guess his grandma stitched his, <laughs> stitched into his pants. Sean Johns is like a, a fashion brand. It's, I guess it was really high in like the the old thousands type beat. So he he's like walking all confident, and then he walks to the cool kids, and then he trips right on the locker. What? Oh, whoa, what the fuck was that? What's that? The gay surrender? You some type of homo thug, man? All the kick ass, man. <laughs> So Ted's like, what are you doing in our hallway? And Keenan's like, oh, nothing. So he turns around and kind of shows, he lifts up his, lifts up his jacket. Yeah, like, lifts up his shirt. jacket to show the, yeah. the Sean John. The, the Sean John logo. <laughs> and then he's like, and he's like, what, you trying to, like, basically he's trying to get pegged. Like, <laughs> like, he's like, what, you trying to like, limp, like, so of course he's like, what are you doing? So Keenan like runs away because, no, it's not like that. And then he ends up falling on the, like, take him on the lockers yeah. down and then falls on the floor because his Sean Johns ain't, ain't feeling right because he didn't get the right pair, obviously. So then Paris comes up. The first one that really has a heart here because it really shows, like, throughout the movie, Paris is, like, the only, at least teenager-wise, that has, mm-hmm. like, a heart and is genuine with her character. Yeah. So Paris, it goes, and she's like, uh, nah, you can't, you can't be doing that. Like, she's like, bullies get away from her. And then that's, we see Nick see her again. Yeah, they make the little eye glance, right? Yeah, the The eye glance. So, like, and then after that, we go, there's, like, a scene that doesn't matter. And then our first introduction to Steve Harvey. And, of course, Clarence. Yeah, but really, Steve Harvey. Harvey. (laughs) It's Steve Harvey. It's like they ripped him straight out of the game show. (laughs) Steve Harvey, the first scene we see of him is just dancing. just steve harvey dancing for an hour and 30 minutes matt this would be a 10 out of 10 right yeah <laughs> so he goes and uh steve harvey does his little dance and then uh nick's owl character is on the couch you meet the fam you meet his mom as well mom's not really that important the sister she's kind of important but we'll you'll see more or here i guess uh so he goes and they just having a conversation about uh more about what owl really is like he's so he's uh working on a project right now to fix a like like an engine right so he can get a scholarship for school and he's been saving up all his money from pools and they would talk about how he got uh, how much money was it Matt? a thousand five hundred dollars yeah the 1500 right 1500 so he's trying to he's explain that and they're like 1500 so they know about the money for the engine which is important later on so yeah. after that so he needs a camshaft so he's, he's been oh, saving yeah. up this money to buy this camshaft it's it's lighter and it's more powerful and it helps his vehicle or helps or the engine. It, yeah, helps the engine run. He don't have a yeah. personal vehicle. The nerd group has a vehicle. I don't know who exactly it is. The nerd group has a vehicle, but he doesn't have a personal vehicle. He's just working on his engine so he can go to college because that engine matters a lot. The camshaft yeah. in particular because the other one's not as fast or as light or probably won't get him that scholarship. 
So after that, it switches back to uh, uh, Paris. Paris. She's, yes, Paris. She's and she. Uh, her mom's leaving. Her mom's leaving with her boyfriend somewhere. But and she's basically saying, "Don't drive the car. We're leaving." The but. I guess she leaves the keys for some reason. She's like, don't drive the car. No, because Paris is supposed to put the car in the garage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed that little detail. So Paris is supposed yeah. to put the car in the garage. But she said, just put it in the garage. Don't don't, uh, don't drive. You're not on the insurance. So, obviously, your parents' car is there. You're 18. I'm going to drive my parents' car. <laughs> so, so, of course, she gets the idea because she just got... Her boyfriend just publicly basically emulated her in this big town. And when you're in the town and there's no internet and stuff, everybody knows everything. So, of course, mm-hmm. uh, she has to, like, get her swagger back. Or at least her friends is convincing her. She's not really into the... Like, of course, she wants to drive, but she's not, like, driving from the public, you know, type beat. But her friends are convincing her. Oh, I call one girl Cherry. I don't know the other girl's name. Cherry. You understand why I call her Cherry later. I forgot the other... Blondie. I forgot the Blondie. Yeah. I forgot the Blondie. I'm sorry. There's not that important. Yeah, but she wouldn't important at all. Yeah, she would. Cherry has more to it. So, uh, so they're driving, and uh, then she gets a call from Drew. Drew, he's in a limo, all like souped up, whatever. He's calling her, saying, uh, "Was that true?" And then, and then of course he was saying, uh, like Paris says, "Was that true?" And Drew's like, "Yeah." So you hear he rolls the windows down, and he's in a limousine. Cause you know he's big money Drew, mm-hmm. so he's in a limousine, and you hear the you see the windows go down, it's like slowly going down. You can see the shot, and then you just see these a group of girls, like four or five girls. Mm-hmm. So you you Paris hears them girls talking in the background. So she's like, "Who's that? Who's that?" And Drew goes denies it. He's like, "Oh, it's, it's nothing. It's nobody." She goes, "Then say my name." Then Paris says, "Say my name." Then yeah, and Drew says, refuses yeah, to do it. She says it multiple times, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, cell service backing up," because he can you can pull that in the thousands. <laughs> so he's like, uh, "Cell service backing up. I'll call you back later." My bad. She's like, "Say my name." So of course she's mad. She's on the phone because there ain't no Bluetooth back then. So she's on the phone and she's not really paying attention to the road. Then she lands to a tree at this strip mall where apparently everybody hangs out at on the weekends. So <laughs> or like strips, not a strip mall, like the yeah. strip. So and everybody saw it. So now Paris, of course, is. Her things all messed up. Yeah, so it uh, she goes, she wrecks her car. Everybody sees, so it's like yeah. a little embarrassing moment. Yeah, so then after that, Paris heads to the dealership to go get her car fixed, obviously, because her mom's not gonna be back for a week. So she has a week to try to fix her car. She goes to the dealership. The dude's there, and he's like, "Uh, it's gonna be three thousand. And she's like, three thousand, and also said it won't be fixed in two weeks. So maybe she has the money. Probably not though. Not she probably can get the money, but not in two weeks. So, uh, for so the dude says that. So she's like, "What am I gonna do now?" And then she goes, walks away out of screen. Then Al comes in because he's has to go to the shop to go pick up the camshaft that he's been saving up all his money for. So he goes to go pick up the camshaft, but you know, I think he asks about Paris. He either asks about Paris or the guy or the dealership. Yeah, he's, he's really he he goes. Al goes. So why's Paris? Uh, Al, Alvin goes. So it's why Paris? Why is Paris here? Yeah, and he yeah. goes because she uh, she needs her car fixed or something. And he goes, explain to her that we won't be able to get it done to Monday. And it's gonna cost three thousand dollars. So Al goes, out of that three thousand dollars, how much is the part? How much is the labor? Yeah, and the labor was fifteen hundred. So that means it's only fifteen hundred to fix the the vehicle. And guess who has fifteen hundred right now? <laughs> so after that. He, I was like, let me go. He talks to Paris, and he's thinking, he, something, I guess, lights up in his head, and he's asking Paris, he's like, hey, I can uh, fix your car for you. She's like, it's going to be $3,000. He said, but only fifteen hundred in labor. And then she's like, where are you going to get the other 1500 at? I don't have $1,500. And then he's like. Yeah, so Alvin goes, okay, so I'll pay the $1,500, but there's a, there's a catch. You have to be my girl, pretend to be my girlfriend for two months. One month. Oh, no, one, one week. Two, yeah. And then Paris goes, one week. And Alvin goes, three weeks, a month. And, and the final deal is two weeks. Paris goes, two weeks. And he goes, and Alvin goes, deal, deal, two weeks. And he said, don't act like it's, uh, <laughs> he says, don't act like it's, uh, that actually popped in when I heard that scene. She's like, uh, you can't buy me. I'm only renting. And she's like, 
Like I said, d- d- what? Uh, and he's like, did I mention there's no booty, booty licking? I mean, uh, he's like, I mean, uh, forget about that. It's just two weeks. He just like completely brushes over it. He actually says booty licking because of course he does because he doesn't know how to talk to girls. So they come with a deal. And then after that, uh, yeah, right, no booty licking. They head to the school and Alvin's waiting for Paris, which is very cool detail that you'll get to later on. But he's waiting, he's waiting for Paris. Then Paris finally shows up. And Alvin looks like a nerd, obviously, it's Alvin. So she goes, and she's trying to fix him up. She uh, fixes his shirt. She has to readjust his belt, because I guess his belt doesn't look right. So his belt ends up falling off, and his pants fall off. And so it's just his boxers. And of course, he has freaking Scooby-Doo boxers, because of course, when you're with the, when you're with the girl as fine as Paris Morgan, you got to have the, you, you got to have Scooby-Doo boxers, obviously, right? Yeah. You want to go ahead and lead the next one? Yeah, so he goes, she fixes him up. So they walk into the school. Mm-hmm. And she, Paris is trying to take him down the popular hallway. So he's kind of hesitant at first. You can see it's not a big deal. But he's like, okay, I can come into the hallway. So as he's walking down that hallway with Paris, you can hear everybody in the background like, what's this guy doing in our hallway? What's this nerd doing in our hallway? Nobody likes him. You see mm-hmm. Ned across the way. He go, or Ted. Gosh, bro. You see Ted across the way go, what's he doing in our hallway? And his her friends come up to her and go, what are you doing with him? And she says, it's none of your business. It's like, come on. She's, she's my, he's my friend. Why does it matter? And plus, it's the hallway. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's the hallway. So uh, she gives him a jacket, which of course is Sean John's. To make him, like, just that. Just so they can have it to wear it. Which is weird because she gives him a jacket. Nowadays, if a girl gave you a jacket, that wouldn't be right. You gotta do this other way around. Matt would be tearing off his jacket for, uh, for Paris Morgan right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go and... Uh, so he heads to class and he's in chemical, and when he goes to chemical, he does his little dance, which is like a Matt has the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's like a little crip walk with a broken leg, like a little zombie walk, but you, like you're trying to limp, but you're not like a limp walk. Yeah, in the video feed, we'll try to put a clip in to, yeah, so we can show you exactly what we're talking. It's about. It's like a little limp walk, and everybody's like, "Did you roll your ankle or something?" <laughs> <laughs> but he thinks it's cool. Apparently, I guess he has music coming out in the background in his head. So he goes to the to the chemical lab with his friends because all his friends are chilling there. And when they get there, he's like, uh, he's like, where'd you get that jacket from? Keenan's like, where'd you get that jacket from? He's like, it's real Sean John. <laughs> and then he's like, so where'd you get it? And he's like, from Paris Morgan. And he's like, from Paris Morgan? He's like, yeah, from Paris Morgan. So it's been worn by Paris Morgan. And so he takes it, uh, he steals a jacket off of him or everybody has it off. And, yeah. and then, uh, he says, let me smell that. And then they end up burning the Sean John. It, after that, it doesn't really uh, have any more effect with the Sean John, at least. So then after that scene, Paris um, goes and she sits with Al. She, they go to the lunchroom. Yeah. And they, just, they basically just discuss. They go to the lunchroom. They eat. They sit. Usually he sits with his friends, but he was like, hey, I got to sit with Paris. And of course, at point, this point, they understand, like, oh, it's Paris. Yeah. So he goes, he sits, and... Uh, uh, he's like they basically. She just says, "Okay, see you at the game at six thirty. I think it's implied that they're having a date, but Matt says they had a cheerleading outfit. So there is details to show that they both did. sides. Yeah, there's details but, for both sides. But it infers that she's in a date. But he says, he says oh. so at the beginning of the movie, you see her walking in in her cheerleading. Yeah, in the first hallway scene, she's wearing like she's not wearing a cheerleading outfit. She's just wearing her cheerleading skirt. Yeah. So because because if you look at the movie later on, she has a different shirt on." So it's just her cheer skirt. So it could just be an outfit. And she was like, hey, maybe the skirt will work. So then after that, um, he go he goes and you want to go ahead and lead the next one? Yeah, so he goes into, it's on Steve Steve Harvey, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Steve. So Steve, you see Steve Harvey just dance into this this little. Uh, Another song because that's what Steve Harvey yeah, does. A little smooth jazz. And that's a little smooth R&B. It wasn't really straight R&B. It was like a little smooth R&B. And he's mm-hmm. dancing around with a little duster. Dustin acting like he's dusting the little knickknacks. So you go and then you meet the mom again, the sister. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, Steve's Dustin, and then of course uh, he's the little. I was a little excited yeah. because he's doing. He goes and he's, of course he's like his dad. He's like he, his he's, sister. Yeah. He's doing like more of like the the nineteen eighties dance, I guess. So he's like watching like a like a exercise video and make it into dance moves i guess that's kind of yeah. what it looks like to me it looks more like an old <laughs> exercise video like that you would see like in commercials so he goes and then obviously the sister thinks something's up because the sister yeah. is very instigated she's like i can tell my brother's you know acting different and he's been a nerd for 
80 million years. So, of course, when he switches something, she's like, going to pay attention. So he goes, and so, like, the dad says, the dad, like, they go, and Steve Harvey has to go talk to him. So Steve Harvey starts talking to him, and he's talking about, oh, you're going to go on your first date, game, whatever you want to call it. So See, the only reason they call it a date is because Nerd Alvin called thinks, it a date. Yeah, Nerd Alvin thinks it's a date, so I guess everybody perceives it a date. I don't think Paris Morgan. Yeah, Paris never said it was a date, but she did say I don't think she had any attention to that being a date. She said coming to the game. Yeah, you're right. So she he goes, and... uh they, they, Steve Harvey pulls out this box of like amazing items, uh, and he's like, and you're thinking it's like a tie, maybe like a nice suit, something, something of like you know that your dad would pass on. Really, because in that scene, Alvin doesn't even have a shirt on. I think he's in his boxers, right? In I that so. scene, yeah, yeah, he's just Red. in his boxers yeah. with like his hair all, all weirded up. So maybe you're thinking, oh yeah, he's need like a nice shirt or something, suit and tie, maybe like a maybe like an old Chanjan, you know? Yeah. So he goes <laughs> and uh, they open it. And it's just a package full of condoms, different types of condoms. You got the XS Premium, every single one you the can magnums, think of. Yeah, yeah, the Magnums, I think. I think yeah. he said the Trojan XL or something yeah, like that. Trojan XL Magnum. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, so he's trying to show him, and he's like, hey, you got to use it like this. Then he's on, I think he leads him to the room, and he talks about the waterbed. And apparently, I guess, like back in the day, the waterbeds are popular. Because I know waterbeds when I was younger was like, it was a, uh, what is it? Like, I went in a waterbed when I was younger because I heard about those. Now you never see those in the public again. Matt, have you ever seen a waterbed? I've never even heard of a waterbed. Yeah. Really. Yeah. There was a water. There was waterbeds, like, definitely back in, like, the 90s and stuff. So I remember I remember when I was younger, I was like, I want a waterbed. And then nowadays, like, you'll never see that anywhere. Maybe you can look up online. But that, that was an interesting de- detail to me. I wonder how many people were born on a waterbed. <laughs> like, for real. You know what I'm saying, Matt? Probably, like, in the, at least the, at least the, the hundred thousands, right? Somewhere on that mark. I don't know how popular they were or how expensive they were, but you never know. I just thought of that when I was doing it, when I was watching the movie. So then they end up going. To, uh, then they end up going to the the game. Uh, it don't really show any. Like I think you don't really show Paris. I don't think they just go straight to. Oh no, his friends pop up. Yeah, his friends pop up because they obviously they they heard. I guess they heard from somebody that he was going to the game with Paris. And they want to go sit next to him because there's a cool section to sit next to them or something like that. Yeah. So Steve Harvey's in. Yeah. The, Steve, in, Steve is like there's like this shot like on top of the on top of the what is the, the door the door. Yeah. And he's trying to like he's trying to push him out. He's like get away. My son's you know getting cat, kitty cat tonight. So <laughs> I don't need you here. You're just gonna ruin it. So he's uh so then he finally lets him in and basically the friends say, uh, hey, uh, actually Keenan has like a nice interaction with Steve Harvey. I think it's the only one they have together. But he's like. Hey, hey, you're you're funny or whatever. Yeah, your dad's, <laughs> your dad's funny. funny. <laughs> so he goes and they uh end up they just they just basically say hey you can go to again with us. So they're all sitting in the section and you want to go ahead and lead this one, Matt. Yeah. So they're sitting in the section. They're all around. They're at the game. And um, Paris Morgan's on the sideline. She's sitting down. You have the nerds with the binoculars trying to stare down Paris Morgan. You have understandable Ted and all the guys playing basketball. It's kind of a quicker scene. They go, they make a layup. So they come to the sideline. I guess it's halftime, timeout or yeah, something. Yeah, because they're down. They're down. So yeah. they. So Ted's like, hey, the reason we're losing is because they're sitting in our section. Well, it, Paris Morgan, they do it. I think it's halftime. No. Yeah, it's 36. Like, because the, the cheerleaders go out and start dancing around. Oh, yeah, and everything. yeah. They have like all so had to be a timeout or something. Yeah, well, anyways, either way, Ted. You have could, the binoculars. These guys are just eyeing her down with these binoculars. Yeah. So Ted's like, hey, why are they sitting, in my, like, sitting over here? Or like, what are you doing? So Ted or Ned, whatever Matt likes to call him, he goes and he's like, "What are you doing here, Nick?" And then he ends up throwing. Basically, he throws pizza at his face. Yeah, so, smashes it yeah, like a little he, pie smash. Yeah, it's very embarrassing because apparently everybody everybody's paying attention to you know for a nerd they really pay attention to him. Yeah. So th- then he ends up running out and he's all embarrassed. I think a week has passed by then, which we'll find out a little bit later on. Uh, a week has passed by in this two week uh, plan that uh, Ted has. So he goes and uh, so Paris goes. She's like, "Oh, he just ran out." She feels bad. She runs out of the gym and then she sees Nick uh, on the on the tree, hiding up there because he's like crying and sad. And he's like, "Deals off," which is kind of wild because I'm paying fifteen hundred. Come on now, you're paying fifteen hundred and you're not gonna even go out the full weeks. I guess it wasn't worth it to him. He wasn't like that. I guess. So yeah. he goes and then Paris goes and she's like. I'm all like basically like tells them that it's okay. Well, you she know. keeps her promises. Yeah, she keeps her promises. Unlike other people, 
because she's thinking about Drew, who said that they were going to be together forever or whatever type beat. So uh, she's like, come on, let's go. So then after that, uh, we have a little glow-up scene. We're about like halfway through the movie, so we have a glow-up scene. It's the first character change you start seeing in Nick. Yeah, in um, in Nick Cannon's character, Al. So Al is like, they go. It's like uh, it's a bunch of montage scenes. Basically, Al, he gets his unibrow off, gets like perfect eyebrows. You know, she, and then he gets new clothes. And it's weird because she's getting he's getting new clothes, right? And I'm like, how's Paris affording this? Didn't she she couldn't afford fifteen hundred? But those clothes he had on, those Sean Johns, I bet you if I looked it up now, that was probably like a good two hundred bucks on his clothes. So then after that, Mr. Sean John himself, because he got his new gear on. That yeah. that that Sean John outfit he had on. He had oh yeah, he also got braided hair, so his hair's not all poofy. Nick Cannon looks like. You see why Nick Cannon is hasn't aged in a bit, or ever actually. So Nick Cannon comes in, he's all doing his weird dance, and then his sister's like, "Something's up." Mm -hmm. Yeah, so his sister's like, "Something ain't right." He's gone gangster <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he's, gone. he's he's in there. He's like talking about how he's just this change man. He's going to be one of the best. So, so he's okay. So his sister's like, "Something up." So Steve Harvey goes. I'm gonna go talk to him <laughs> again for a second time. Yeah, but this one, this one's a little bit different. This mm -hmm. last one, it was like, oh, my son's like, I guess that was probably like his first date ever. Like, but now it's like, oh, my son has that cockiness of like, my son looks like probably me when I was in high school. So he goes and he's like, it goes to his, his uh, he says he's gonna talk to, he told his wife, oh, we'll be fine, whatever. Then he like screams to the side. And it's like, he fake pretends it. It's like, I'm gonna go get him in trouble type beat. Not really. He's just gonna, you yeah. know. You can go ahead and leave this one because yeah, I really yeah. like this scene. <laughs> so he goes and he's like, Al, my mom said, your mother said, I need to talk to you. <laughs> and then he closes the door and he's like, hey, these are special. He pulls yeah. out some other condoms. And I guess they're maybe like the ones you get from uh, from like a, a rundown corner store. You can just throw a little slot in, grab you a little condom. Uh, they're, I guess they're like, Probably like Dollar Tree condoms. I don't know if they sell condoms, but they're yeah. very, they're very, I guess like, or uh, what's the word? Basic, not yeah. not good cheap. ones. Cheap. cheap. Yeah, cheap. They're test condoms. I guess that's the best way to put them. If they, if that's a thing. Or Steve Harvey calls them practice. Yeah. Practice condoms. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve Harvey's like, uh, where are these? He's and then uh, Al's like, I already, I have enough from the full box you gave me last night. <laughs> so that happened last night, but the okay, yeah. So he goes like that, and he's like. Nah, these are practice. So he goes, I know Matt, you do it better than me, so you might as well do it yourself. Yeah, so he goes and he's, we got to do it the Johnson way. Yeah, in the Johnson, Johnson way, way. He goes and he gives it to Alvin to see what he does. He goes, he takes a sweet time. Yeah, two Alvin's like trying to like grab it like if you're trying to open a freaking Cheeto bag. Yeah, like you're, you're trying to open an alcohol pad or something. Yeah. That are wrapped inside the little. So he goes and he takes a sweet time. And he goes, there's two things wrong with what you just did. For number one, for number one, you took too long. The girl's yeah. gonna be asleep by the time you get that thing open. And number two, you use two hands. The Johnsons use one hand. Yeah. So he goes, he bites it, pulls it out with one swoop motion. I don't know how long Steve Harvey definitely has his traits. <laughs> it is Steve Harvey about it, so you never know. So he pulls it out and he's like, "There you go." And then, uh, and then I think does he he like starts getting he starts <laughs> rolling down the bottle, right? Yeah. He's he's, like, he's like showing him how to do it. And then he plays like a song. He's like this. I think it's called Fire, Wind, and Earth or something. Yeah, like that. it's like a, it's like a, I guess a, like a love making song. They've yeah. probably been like, probably our dads probably love making over that song. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he goes and he's like, so, again, Nick runs out. All, Nick ran out all scared this time because his friends weren't there to save him. He ran out all scared, even though he has like this new attitude, sort of, or at least confidence. Enough, yeah, confidence. He's still like, oh, my dad's being weird. So. <laughs> He runs out, and the song's blaring in the background. And then Steve's like, "Wait, you gotta go, blah blah blah." This, and then, uh, and then the wife comes in and she makes like a weird cat noise. She's like, "This is our song," and then mm -hmm. they go and probably yeah. bang. Yeah, they did something. And then Al goes to, uh, he goes to the house in his new Sean Johns to uh, see his see uh, Paris because they're gonna go to a little party. And when he goes to meet Paris. He goes and he accidentally, he's trying to spray cologne, I guess, and he accidentally sprays it straight in his eyes, which is bad. 
And then he meets the mom in probably the worst way possible. Yeah. And he's like, Paris? And yeah, it wasn't Paris. Let's <laughs> say that. You got to watch the movie to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So uh, then Paris finally comes out. She's like, the pool boy. And it's just, and then, and of course, even though he has a new attitude right there, he was a nerd. So of course, the mom's like, why is she with him? Like, why is she hanging out with him? And then Paris ends up going and she's like, it's fine, mom, blah, blah, blah. And then you leave. Yeah, so she ends up driving. Mm -hmm. She ends up driving, and they're just—it's a cool shot, bird's eye view. Yeah, I love the and, bird's eye view shots of this because it shows it's all like, at night. Yeah, it shows like the Los Angeles like feel, like it, like you can see the palm trees in the background, so you know it's your, like you, you can tell that you're in the city. Even though there's a lot of school shots in this movie and a lot of gym shots, the shots that they show out, you really, yeah. you like the overhead shots. You can tell they did really well on that. Yeah, so they're driving down. It's nighttime. You see the cool lights and everything, and then. You go and she's driving and she's talking about um, what they kind of her future, yeah, his kinda, future, kind of their future, and then and, uh, and it's and actually Paris really asks like Al, what's his future? We don't really get Paris's future because don't really ask her. She's yeah. always asking them like what they're gonna be, and she's always they're always like they always tell her with the basketball wife or like never gonna be like what she wants to be. So they go and ask Al, and Al's like you know you got. Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, I bought, I make, I'm a top three finalist in the, in the. Did he say Nebraska? I think it's Nebraska car. Anyway, he's a top three engine finalist, and the only thing he's missing is a, is a camshaft. A camshaft yeah, to make it lighter and more yeah. more powerful. And she's like, "So why don't you get it?" And then he's like, "The part's fifteen hundred dollars." So the cat's out the bag, and she realizes it. She's not as dumb as Al. Which yes. She gives him a she gives him like a look like are you serious and she pulls over mm -hmm. and they she, talk about it. Yeah, they talk about it and she's like, well, it's like, what do I, I really can't do much now? Like the cars are fixed. She ain't gonna like be able to pull that money back. Yeah. So they go and they're like, okay, let's have a fun time at the party. They go to the party and Al. They see they everyone's looking at Al and these girls are already flying over him because now Al don't look like a bum. So mm -hmm. Al's like all like he's still in kind of like his nerd mannerisms, but he definitely has more of a confident side. Maybe it's, that glow up really helped him. So he goes and I guess like, a, it's kind of like a car show, parking lot type thing. The cars yeah. are definitely there. So he goes and, and uh, Paris, uh, he goes and he sees one of the cars is like missing up, right? Like the cars is like, the engine's missing up. And he's like, uh, I don't know exactly what he said, but he said like the model wasn't like, a good model for the yeah. for the it's one of ted's it's one of ted's friends uh he has he looks kind of looks like a uh, young uh dicaprio not definitely not but he has like that hair of dicaprio if you've seen him you know what i'm talking about uh he goes and he's like uh yeah we can fix that though he goes you know uh, uh he learns what his dad said he definitely used what his dad used he got the practice condoms probably ain't the best one when you think about it now because he's using practice ones yeah you would think the magnum xl would be a little better right yeah probably yeah you would think right because other ones are like probably like cheap condoms so he goes pulls it out does the trick or does the the one hand like johnson's do it puts it puts the rubber on the i think it's the like battery. One, one of the battery slots yeah. one of the battery slots i guess to give it like it's just an insulation yeah, yeah insulated yeah so he goes he's like start it he's like you're gonna and then the dude i just probably my, uh, one of my favorite lines especially from him he's like you're gonna fix my car with a rubber <laughs> so he goes and he uh he starts it and it works. Now everybody thinks he's cool. And then they, and while they're they're moving around, and Ted, of course, he's still a hater. Ted's like, uh, it's like you don't have a car, and he's like, uh, or like he basically says like you don't have a car, but he said it in a cool way, like uh, Al did. And then Al, and then of course Paris backed him up, and then the girls are like, just like, oh, it's Nick Cannon, he's hot, so let's just go and, and like flirt with him, right? Yeah. So the cool, the next scene is where it's, it's cool, right? So we had that flash. Let's give a flashback to where Alvin was waiting for Paris. Yeah. So this time Paris is waiting for I Alvin like, at the school. I would say cool, but yeah. It's cool because. I mean, no, it's a cool shot, it shows, but it's not cool for him to do that. Don't. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So he goes and Paris is waiting for him. She keeps looking at her watch. She's like, where's this guy at? So finally she goes into the school and Alvin's just there. Yeah, talking Al Al everybody. Alan's talking. I guess he's friends with Ted now. I guess over that party, he was really chill. So now he's talking to Ted and all the people, and he's like being a little flirtatious, I guess. So he's like, of course, I think it's like towards the end of the week. This is probably like, I guess like a Wednesday or something. Yeah. So he's like, oh no, I think it was the day of. 
whatever. But he's like all like I guess he got like his cred now, so he kind of don't really need Paris. I mean, it helps that Paris Morgan. I mean, but he don't really need her right now. So he goes. So it's kind of like foreshadowing what happens later on. Then after that, uh, Al goes to Paris's house because uh, it's the last day. I think this might be a couple of days after that scene. He goes to Paris's house and he's like, he just walks in. I guess the door was open. You know, mom don't like to keep the door unlocked, locked or whatever. Yeah. So he goes in and Paris is singing, or Paris is like on her guitar, chilling, like uh, singing a song or writing a song, right? Yeah. And then Nick. Uh, helps her out like with the song and she starts talking about what she wants to be like she wants to be a singer and stuff like this and he's like the first one that listened to her encouraged her yeah listened to her encouraged her like because all this time she has to listen to other people what they say and she finally gets her voice which is a good scene in hindsight yeah probably the, one of the best Nick Cannon moments in that movie yeah because it's the first respectfully, time respectfully yeah. it's like one of the only times Nick yeah. Cannon is actually not a dick and actually understands what he's or at least I want to say he's a dick. He's just more of like not understanding of yeah. the situation. That's the first time we understood it felt real for him, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because Nick is so, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, fake throughout the movie. Like, fake's the best way to put it. Not when he wants to be, it's just how it portrays. And then uh, he's like, let's go, let's go uh, for that last day. So he's like, get dressed. So she gets dressed. They go on a date where they had first met. Oh, they go to they go to that uh, little stand up. Yeah, the little stand up. Yeah. I don't know what that guy says. The guy the the guy in the stand up. I know you had like a good line that you like. Yeah, he he just talks about. He's just trying to like a little flow. A yeah. Little, like not rap, but like a little flow, a little stand up. And they have a, a like a, a beautiful like uh, song in the background. It's just like a melody, but ah, it's pretty good to hear. Uh, but uh, they just, it's more of like encouragement like she's listening to this she's like oh that's pretty cool and then uh after that she again she's talking more about her dreams and stuff and then they go and they talk to all this scene's really good like this little part of it uh so you can see what they're trying to go for and then after that they head to the i think it's like in the original movie too they head to the like a parking lot see the stars and they're like i mean that's when she like it's like falling for him she hasn't fell already she definitely fell now so she's like, they see the stars, and then they come out, and of course Al, being a bot, doesn't really know what he's talking about. She's like, I think it's time to do the do like the important thing or whatever she said. Yeah. I don't know the exact wording she used, but it was something like that. And then when she was doing that, uh, he was like, Yeah, I think it is too. You and see he, her, you see her getting preparing for yeah, a kiss. She's, she's already perking yeah. up, and of course Al, being a bot, doesn't know what he's talking about, and he's like, This is how we're gonna break up. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that was part of the original. I don't know if they went through more details or signed a contract or something. But there was more, uh, the, the, uh, I don't think breakup was part of the angle. But I guess Paris was nice enough to do it, I guess. Or not really. Paris didn't really agree to it. She just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. She yeah. never really agreed to it. It's kind of yeah, like. She was kind of heartbroken. Yeah, she was kind of heartbroken because she wanted to kiss him. Yeah. Yeah, you see Al now? I understand why, too. Then he kind of led her on to believe they were thinking the same thing. Yeah, and then, of course, Al not knowing how to talk, he's like, oh, he didn't really get hints, which is a big factor. He really don't get hints. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was like, we're going to break up tomorrow. And then she goes all sad. And when they drive home, he's like, doesn't really notice. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. And then, so they show up at school. Yeah. And um, they're there. And he's ready. He goes and Paris walks in. And she's like, Al, can I talk to you for a second? And then Al's like, Nah, nah, we we ain't cool or whatever. And then he yeah. goes and the, he, the big boys are talking or something. Yeah, the big boys are talking. He's like, be quiet. He's really good at, at maybe he is rude because apparently that's what's all he's doing. So yeah, he's like, he basically breaks up with her, says a bunch of stuff, and she's like, come on, not like this. Like she was like, actually hurt. Maybe he didn't mean it. I think that's kind of what they're trying to say. Like he didn't mean what he said. He's just you know trying to keep his cred up. Because yeah. his cred matters more than anything, really, including Paris Morgan. So his cred's up, and he's like, uh, nah, we, we're through. After that, uh, after that scene, uh, he heads back to the... He, Paris, to Paris we is... see Paris first. We see Paris first, yeah. and, you see, and then you see Al at Paris Morgan's house. And he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I thought like it was an unsincere apology. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really. It was, like, it was more like... It was more like, thanks for the cred. Yeah. Uh, maybe I was a little too harsh, but it was like, you know, 
it was going to go that way regardless of what I did, you know? That's what he was trying to say, which was kind of, uh, yeah, he's a bot still. And then he comes, and then they go back to the back to the school. It's a lot of back and forth with these scenes. Yeah, so he the goes, quick scenes. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, so he goes back to the school, and, and he's like, and then while he's there, of course, other girls are flirting with him, and Cherry ends up popping up. I don't know what her actual name is. She, you know why she's Cherry. She's like the 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 African American friend that Paris has, and she uh she was like uh like you know of course everybody thinks Al's hot now, so she's like hey I want to go on a date with you basically. So uh, she goes on a on a freaking what is it a date with him I guess yeah basically it just says a date like oh you're mine now and Al's like all cocky so he's like oh okay like he didn't really say yes it was kind of like she made him say yes it wasn't I mean. Granted, I'll say yes too, but he just kind of just fell into the trap. So now he's thinking, how do I get this girl on a date? So he goes and visits his nerd friends at the garage. Thinks the sex time suit the garage, but the nerd friends are there chilling, being nerds like usual. And he's basically saying, hey, we can finally hang out because he's been ditching them because he's been hanging out with Paris. And then like he's like, uh, what does he say exactly, Matt? Yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, so I can, I can get, we have this part. For this car to make it go better, mm-hmm. and we could, I can take it to go get fixed. Yeah, and of course Al, knowing more, he get it fixed. And then one of the friends uh, that you you'll see like throughout the movie, he's like, Keenan. He's always he's always chill. He's just kind of like a follower, but he really likes Al because he's cool. Because if he was in that same position, he would do the same thing Al did. So he's like, uh, uh, the other guy's like, oh, I'm not so sure, but Al's like, I'll fix it. We'll be able to hang out tonight, drive. So they leave. He gets the car from the shop, and then he heads out and ends up taking it to the uh, to the to the strip to the yeah. party area. To the car meet again. Yeah, the car meet area. He's showing it off. Yeah, he's showing it off, and then he's with Cherry. Actually, I don't. Again, I don't know her name, but Cherry sounds good to me. She's wearing a cherry like is like a cherry kind of like overshirt. I yeah. guess I don't know the best way to put it. I'd have to figure out what like girls' clothing is. But she was wearing that. She was wearing cherries, and it was showing her cherries. Uh, so she's there, and they go, and they have a little date, uh, and then uh, freaking, what is it, uh, Paris and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio Jr. is also there as well, uh, and she's trying to make Al jealous. Al is oblivious to everything, so he doesn't understand that they're trying to make jealous. He's just worried about, like, he sees her, but he doesn't really pay much attention to her, and that's what really ticks off Paris. We wouldn't date each other's ex-boyfriends. This ain't Burger King. You can't always have it your way. Paris like... Okay, so then Cherry goes, the, uh, Paris is kind of like, uh, whatever, like, I don't care about this dude. So pa- then... So so Alvin goes, and he takes the car home. After, no, he doesn't yeah, take the car home yeah, yet. Yes. He takes, he goes with Al, Al goes with Cherry to the, uh, to the parking lot, and he's with Cherry in the, in the parking lot with, uh, and then he's like, Cherry's like, you ready to do it? And he comes, because he's trying to drive away, and she's like, why are you so scared? And then... Alvin ends up getting the deed. We'll find out what the deed is a little bit, but like he's like, oh, I'm getting the deed, and that's not. It wasn't the deed. Uh, let's just say the deed was like, yeah. He just touched her cherries. That's it. He didn't do anything else. So Al was super excited because his first time touching cherries. He goes home. Then he goes home and he reports. He reports on his blog that he has because back in the day they would blog stuff, kind of like how we do now when we do Twitter. So he goes. And then the nerd friends come by, and they're talking through the window, and the nerd friends are like, hey, you ditched us, because they've been waiting for two hours, and they thought, like, oh, he was still at the shop? No, they just lied. So his friends finally dumped him, which they should have done a long time ago. They dumped him, because he's basically being a dick. And then the girl overhears it, and they're talking about the camshaft, or, like, the like how he used the money for it. So his sister is very smart, who's actually probably one of the smartest characters. She understands what's happening, and she's like, Okay, there we go. And then, uh, okay, we figured it out. So then after that... So Nick Cannon walks into the kitchen. No, first, his sister sister goes, and she's like, Mom, Dad, Mm -hmm. I think Paris paid that girl to be his friend. Something's up. Something ain't right. And his parents are like, he'd never do that. So then Nick Cannon walks out all confident, and he's like, he's he's saying what's up to the fam. And she asked him, his mom asked him, did you pay to have the, did you pay to get that part? And he's like... He goes, nah, nah. So then she goes, well, did you pay that girl? And he goes, 
that's none of your business or something. Yeah, like that's why is it my bit like why is it matter yeah. I do with my money type yeah. beat. And uh so he's like, Yeah, why is it matter I do with my type of money? It's like me and then Steve hears this, but Steve, Steve don't say a word, but I think it's great. He don't say a word, he just like okay. He's like, Oh, my then my boy left type beat. And then uh we also have a scene where Paris sees uh Paris is in the locker room with uh Cherry and Blondie and she's like why does it matter? And of course, it shows it just shows that she's hurt some more, basically. And then we head to the beach. Yeah, we head to the beach after that. Yeah, to the beach. So, so the beach, the beach. It's the first time we see the beach. It's actually a nice location. And this basically is like the we're past the climax, so like the falling action. Yeah, falling action. So the, Nick arrives to the beach, and it he's out there, and he's talking to the cool guys. Yeah, and he has like these air. He has another like uh, Gucci outfit, and you're like. Okay, how's how, where does he afford this? Like he spent he spent this fifteen hundred actually a little bit earlier on when he uh, when he came back with Cherry. He also had like this like Louis Vuitton type backpack. I'm like, did Paris really hook him up that much? She could have bought the part herself. The little the costume design's kind of iffy because like where did he get his money at? But you know we you kind of just brushed by it. Yeah, yeah. just assume Paris bought it for him. Yeah, we'll just assume Paris bought it, but she couldn't afford the fifteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> So Paris walks up to him and she's she's all happy. She's kind of happy. She's like, "Can we just be friends?" And Al was like, "So you're trying to be like all these other girls? I have a line, a wait list, or something?" He's like, "She oh, yeah. she thinks he's trying to go for the yeah, the she, banger." Yeah, yeah. So and he's like, uh, "Paris, didn't I say we're through?" Cause I was thinking that maybe we should still hang out sometime, you know, as friends. You're you're a great listener. Huh? with Paris and he's like oh, okay like nah just ain't it like didn't we say we already broke up and he's, she's trying to be real to him but he still is in this act because he can't break this cool persona instead of being real which is kind of his problem like I said Paris don't even want a heart in this movie Paris uh, goes well actually there's one more but Paris goes and then this girl walks up and she's like hey you want to go and then he, she goes I think the line she says which is a great line I think this the two lines they put here is pretty good. Actually, what Nick says doesn't mean it's good to say, but he's like, she's like, that girl has more uh, bodies than a greyhound or something like that, and yeah. then or more rise than a greyhound. And then Nick goes, you know the line, man. Yeah, he goes, but at least this one won't cost me fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, which I think is a great line because like at least someone caught me. F Even though Paris Morgan is way better than her. I mean, that girl's. You're looking at her own right, but still not worth fifteen hundred dollars. Still ain't worth fifteen hundred. It's ain't fifteen hundred dollars at least. Maybe fourteen. <laughs> so then, uh, then the dancing scene from earlier, the one where they're doing like the exercise workout, Nick tries his new dance moves out, and it looks stupid as hell. That's the best way. But they, they think it's cool. They so think they it's, they, doing they it. think it's cool because I guess popularity can do you a thing, and these guys are a lot of followers. This city's full of followers, I guess, because all of them are just dancing with him, and everybody likes it. Everybody's dancing. Even the nerds start dancing. I think, and then I think uh, one of them stops Keenan because I think Keenan's the one that starts dancing. They're like, "Stop!" Because Keenan, of course, is like, you know, he's getting into it. Because Keenan be right there with them if, if that was the case. So then, uh, then what happens is uh, Nick goes with the with the Greyhound to the to like a little area where he can bang. Because last time he only got cherries. This time he's trying to mm -hmm. he's trying to you know Get pop the full it. Package, he's trying yeah. to pop the cherry this time. Mm -hmm. So he's a uh, so he's there, and then Drew pops up because he's in town. I guess he came in early, and Drew's like, uh, "What is it?" He's like, "Hey, where's where's Paris at?" Or like, uh, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, Paris is just like a fling again." He tells his friends like, "Oh, she's just a fling. Don't worry about it." But then he gets jealous whenever Paris is like, uh, "What is it?" When he when they when the friends mention Al, yeah. So he gets all upset, and he's like, "Al, who's the only Al I know is Alvin Johnson," and they're like. He gets all the bad. He gets all the chicks now. <laughs> so he's like, so when Paris finally comes up to him for the again after getting her stuff, he's like, so what's this about you and Pool Boy? And she goes, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. We're nothing. So he goes. And, and you know what's kind of funny there too? Before you keep going on, uh, yeah. it's like he's like, oh, yeah, it's nothing. And his and his boys are like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, he owls with Paris. But that, but Channing Tatum Jr. or whatever, whatever DiCaprio Jr. was just with Paris on a date like three days ago. But uh, they ain't mentioning that. They ain't because you know yeah. Drew's gonna beat him right there. He's yeah. gonna be like, 
nah, nah. Yeah, it's, it's Al's girl, not not the guy that she just dated girl. <laughs> yeah, so after that, Paris goes, and Drew's going away because she don't believe him. Mm-hmm. So Paris goes and runs to Al, and she's like, you need to... Yeah, this is like her last resort. And yeah, she's yeah. trying to ask for a favor from Al because, you know, Al, she, she gave yeah. him a favor. Even she's though, basically... Yeah. She has like, to ask for anything. Resort. Like, yeah. She's hoping this is the only person that can really tell the truth. If he says it, then we're good. So while she's doing that, Al is uh, over there, and she's like starting... The Greyhound is starting to rub up on him, and then he starts singing the song yeah. right he's or somewhat he sings part of it he says like yeah. he think he says like the poem part mm-hmm. he starts saying like the little poem part and then she goes in and then she's like uh paris comes in she's like he's like sorry your time's up paris like mm-hmm. like uh i'm trying paris you see i have a situation here and yeah. she's like i gotta tell about the thing and he's like what thing like he just brushes it off like nothing happened yeah so he's like okay and she's like you need to tell drew before he don't believe me and everything she's freaking out and he's like, I can't. And she goes, Why? Because you think everybody, every, and the whole crowd's there. Everybody's watching. Yeah, everybody's watching. Cause so she's like, Even though they're banging, it's like probably like 10 feet away from where it's actually <laughs> from the beach. So I guess a little covert area. Yeah, so everyone sees it and everyone's like, And he's uh, like, uh, And so Drew he, ain't there either. Which yeah, is, Drew's already trying to get to the bus yeah, to go already, home. Drew's already gone. Everybody else is there, but Drew ain't there. Yeah, so she's like, you're just scared that everybody's gonna find out about that deal, and I was like, "Hey, shut up!" Kind of gives him that, gives her that look, and she goes, "She gave him one last chance to go tell the truth, and he decided not to." And so she just spilt it anyway. Yeah, she spilt the beans. Yeah. So, uh, everybody leaves. Uh, she walks out. Of course, everybody's like, "Come on, guys!" Like, but they're like, "Well, you paid for your pair of lot popularity, so even though that's kind of what people do." So he was like. He was like uh, all sad, and everybody started running away because he ain't cool anymore. And then, uh, and then uh, the girl Greyhound, she's he's he starts singing Paris's song to her, <laughs> which is so rude. And then he's like, and then she ends up walking away either. So he's stuck there with nobody. His sock has water for some reason. I don't know why. So after that, he had, I think they head back to the house, right? Where- yeah, he goes home, and he's lying on his bed. And his dad walks in. Steve Harvey. Yeah, because he's sad because now he has no money, no bitches, no popul- no uh, no popularity. Probably ain't getting no scholarship. No friends. No friends because it's because it's even his friends dumped him. He couldn't even get the Greyhound, so now he's Yeah. At least he got he got chi- the only thing he got was cherries out of fifteen hundred dollars. Well actually I think he he might have popped a cherry too. I think he did he was like in the middle of it. He just didn't get... He got blue-balled. Let's say that. He got blue-balled. Yeah, so Steve Harvey comes in, and Al's all down. He's all sad. And Steve Harvey's like... I have always, always been proud of you, son. Al, sit up and look at me. Talk to me. So then he starts... It's one. It's my favorite scene yeah, it's, in this whole it's movie. A, it's a great scene. Like, this show's... Steve Harvey after his heart because he's been like this clown character forever, but like like this clown character throughout the movie like dancing doing whatever, but this scene like showed that he showed the true father yeah, figure. Yeah, shows like the true fatherly thing that he needed, and he basically said this is gonna cost me like like what an arm and a leg type beat. Yeah, he goes you have to work a ton to pay me back, mm-hmm. but here's your part that you need, and I was like yeah, but then he starts making excuses, and Steve Harvey goes, Al. And get off your ass and do it. <laughs> yeah, and so because he then he goes on to talk about how much potential he sees in Al and how he just wanted to be popular like Steve was in high yeah. school, and how he sees so much potential in Al and he's proud of him and he reiterates that multiple times that he's super proud of Al. Yeah, and I think it's a cool scene. Yeah, I think it's probably the best, like the most, I don't say best scene, but Steve Harvey's definitely the best character, but like the best heart scene that yeah. makes sense because I think of yeah. He's great in every other scene, but like heart scene, easily yeah. heart to heart. That's you needed easy. that scene. Like you can you can put that in any like Scorsese movie, and you'd be like, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so that happens. Then he goes to the shop to go fix the car. It's like a little montage. Then he heads to, cause he just heads to the shop to fix the car, and then he heads to the friend's house, cause cause they leave the car there, cause the car's messed up now. So they go and they uh, he fixes it. He goes to the friend's house, and now the friends, he's like, oh the engine's good, cause after fixing the engine overnight 
uh, he's like, they'll check it up in a week. And then, like, so the friends have a car now because, you know, to give back on him. So, like, his friends are cool with them now, I guess. Not, no, not cool with them. They're just, like, he's, like, trying to make a make deal. They respect him. Yeah, they're, they're, they see that he's trying to be better, not be, you know, uh, a dick. Yeah. So. so go ahead. Oh, so he goes, and after he get, he just needs the engine back in time for the the, the competition. Yeah, in a week, which so this is the final scene, right? They go to the high school. Yeah, it's at, they're again at the basketball game, and Drew's there uh, again. And guest watching, coach. Yeah, they're yeah he's a guest coach because he's in town. Obviously, if you have an NBA, NBA player, star, yeah, yeah, you're gonna see him. So uh, they're just watching the game, and they're losing, and the nerds are sitting in the the cool section, yeah, front row. Almost. Yeah, front row. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't need the binoculars this time. Yeah. <laughs> so they they go and. Of course, again, Drew's not Drew. Drew's out. Uh, the other character, Ted. Ted or Ned. <laughs> Ned's like, "Hey, what are y'all doing here? Like, get out!" There's this section, and now the cool, the nerds are like, "Nah, we're not doing that anymore. Like, we're staying here." Like, and then, of course, he like goes up to Keenan Thompson. Uh, Ted, Keenan, Ted always goes to Keenan, <laughs> so he goes, and then Al comes up, and uh, Al says, <clears throat> he basically tells Ned. I've messed up. I've made a ton of mistakes, but I can't beat myself worse than I've already beaten myself. And he goes, you can keep being a bully, but bully me because it's not their fault. Mm. And he goes on. He goes, I like mocha perhaps with a little white whipped cream on top. And he likes Michael Jackson's Thriller album. So he's like, okay. And then you hear in the background, one of them's like, yeah. uh, one of them's like, uh, what is it? Uh, I like uh, Thriller too. Actually, yeah. I think it's a different album, but he's like, yeah. Thriller's the other one where they say. And then, uh, bad album. Yeah, yeah the bad, bad album. album. Yeah, yeah the they're like, album. I like Thriller. Yeah. And then so that happens, and uh, somehow he gains everybody's respect. Again. Yeah, they're like he gains their respect, and then uh, he walks out. He just straight walks out. You can tell the everybody starts clapping, but the first person to start the clap was Keenan Thompson. Yeah, because of course. Keenan, he loves Nick. he loves Nick, loves Al, cause Al is, uh, he did what, cause again, Keenan Thompson could have easily done the same thing that Al wanted to do, and yeah. he would have done it better, or not better, but like he would have done, he would have tried to do, he would have tried to have it longer or whatever. He would have yeah. done the same exact thing, probably worse. He probably would have paid three k. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, Al Al heads out, and then the Cherry and Blondie look at look at uh Paris, and they're like. Go get your man, basically, even though yeah. her man's over there. But, yeah, she goes, and she leaves. And now Al's basically all the way out, and Paris is running towards him. And then Drew comes out of the thing, out of the locker room, and he's like, babe, I can give you one more chance. And you know what? Uh, and then Drew's like, uh, I can give you one more chance. You can be, like, my wife or whatever. And she's like, nah, I'm tired of... I have other dreams. Yeah, I have other dreams. He's like, fine then. Like, he basically turns the switch. I'm your away. meal ticket. Yeah, he goes, yeah, I'm your meal ticket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'm your meal ticket. So now she's like, yeah, but like, it don't matter anymore. So then, what is it? He goes, what I like about Drew's character, too, is like, Ted plays like the pseudo, like, antagonist to, to, to Al. But, uh, what's the word? Drew never has conflict with Al. Like, this is the last time they see, like, they don't even, like, say hi to each other. He just knows the name. The only thing that got brought up was at the very end when he says, go ahead, take pool boy. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It wasn't even direct. Yeah, like, but like it wasn't even at Al. Yeah. Like Al probably didn't hear Like Al didn't even mention Drew at all, which I think it was great that they did that. Because you made... It made you dislike Drew, mm -hmm. but like you couldn't... But also you dislike Alvin too. And they yeah. never really had a conflict. They never... Not once did they have an interaction together. Because I think like Ted filled that role. And I think that was good. He was able to split the two characters and make them yeah. one-dimensional, but in a good way, if that makes sense. Yeah, because if you make them characters have a confrontation, then you have to choose a side. Yeah, yeah, like you have to, went, yeah. Like, with, until that last moment, you could have probably like been like, oh, Drew can change type yeah. B. If she would have went with Drew, it would just have been good was going with Al, because Al just proved he was a dick, too. So, you know, she made that decision. And if they could easily, all you need is add another 10 minutes, you could probably make Drew a redeemable character. Yeah. Like, oh, I was just thinking different because that's what Al did too he thought different so she goes so it's about to be the end she goes up to Al and Al's like does Al really no these kiss right yeah, yeah she goes up she's just pacing around yeah, she's, she's like pacing. I don't even know how to find myself I don't know what I want to do and he just kisses her and then her. he goes he's basically like shut up and kisses her yeah he just kisses her yeah. he goes 
it goes to the kiss scene. Think Drew goes on the inside and it pops up, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, you said it was a deleted scene, right? Yeah, it's a deleted scene. So it's not in the movie, but Matt was doing a little research on the movie. And the deleted scene there, it, it's I like the deleted scene better, honestly. Uh, I think the alternate been, ending. I think that would, you could have just tacked that on at the end. Yeah, really. So it's well, the movie is long as heck. Yeah, no, but they could have cut. They could have cut a few scenes. Yeah. So basically, it's Nick Cannon and Paris Morgan at the at uh the place board. again, yeah, the little the place with the stand up comedy where she wanted to go, where he took mm-hmm. her on the date, and Paris Morgan's playing her song. Yeah, Paris Morgan's playing her song while he's watching her, and it's like. She like no matter what it is, she's finally doing what she wanted to do. Yeah, doing what she wanted to do. I think that's a better ending than the kiss because there's not really. Again, Al didn't really redeem himself. Yeah, he stood up, but he never really yeah. said. He never even said sorry. Yeah. The kiss can only do so much. I think. The kiss was basically trying to say the sorry. Yeah, but they, they ran out of runtime. Yeah, they ran out. They ran out of runtime, even though they added too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's the end of the movie. Uh, I'm not looking back on it. I've watched it about like three times now. Yeah. I actually like it better than it was the first time, Matt. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie. If I had to put a... Actually, you go to your rating first, because I know my, my rating's going to be... Out of what? Out of... Out of, out, of, out, of, out of 100. Out of 100. I give it a... 83. An 83? Yeah, I give it an 82. What do you think mine's going to be, Matt? A 48. I'd give it a 68, I think. 68. I think actually a 70. I'll give it a straight 70. It's good. It's... uh, Like I said, Steve, Nick, Garriott... Paris, she does really well in her role, but like every other, everybody else, besides maybe a little bit of Keenan, they're nothing characters to say the least. Uh, but they've honestly it's well thought out. Yeah, it's well thought out. It's a it's they a, they introduce things that come back later. Yeah, they film. do. Like the like the like where he shows the watch, and then yeah. again she's looking at her watch later on. Yeah. Then the dancing. We didn't even mention the Scooby Doo boxers when he uh when he's like uh oh yeah when he shows his outfit off and he's like Scooby Doo boxers. Yeah. So, but it's cool now. Everything came back. And yeah. it was cool. That's yeah, the like cool they, they, they put a little detail into it. They just flubbed the little scenes that could have been hashed out. And honestly, could have cut characters. Because they're like an invisible scene. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of does. But... Yeah, but it doesn't. Though. <laughs> uh, I'd have rather had that scene taken out and put that deleted scene in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Uh, but that's going to be the end. Where can we find our socials, Matt? Yeah, on the DM podcast. Yeah, we can find us at the DM Pod on uh, DM Pod on um, TikTok. This is the TikTok. Uh, it's the DM Pod underscore on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and the YouTube will probably be the DM Pod. We haven't really decided yet. You'll find out when this video ends. Uh, we don't know what we're doing next. We're gonna try to bulk some, but this is definitely the first one, and we're happy with our run. See you next time.